Are you struggling with feeling stuck in your life journey? Does it seem as if the challenges or conflicts that you keep experiencing are on repeat? Healing through feeling could be your new way through to a more satisfying life. Now, here is the host of the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show, licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols. Welcome everybody to today's show. We will be talking about grief and loss and you are listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols on the Inspired Choices Network. And I am Sharon Nichols. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of California and a self-proclaimed life guide. I've been doing this for over 25 years and I am just all about looking, creating, looking to create the win-win situations, solutions for all communications, because we all just want to be heard and understood, and then ultimately just be loved for who we are the way that the way that we are. So today's show, hmm. grief and loss. As I mentioned before, as I pick the topics, they just come to me, and each week I get to work with the topic leading up to the show. So as soon as I complete today's show, I'm already going to start working with gratitude, because next week's show is about gratitude. Because of course, we're coming into Thanksgiving here in the States. And so this whole week has been about grief and loss, and I have come to so many different conclusions about it for myself personally. And as the universe always hits me, you know, I'm looking for those pebbles, as Oprah says, you know, the, the universe will hit you with a pebble before you get hit over the head with a two by four. And then perhaps even a huge boulder will come rolling at you. So I got a little pebble. Saturday morning, I went to get onto to a Zoom call and my computer would not turn on. And 10 minutes later, still was not turning on. And then 10 minutes after that, I, I unplugged everything and I plugged it back in. And then the little Apple, because I have a, a, an Apple uh, laptop and the little Apple lit up. And in, this, in that moment, I was like, oh, got it. Thank you, universe, because, of course, I went through the entire thing of, oh, no, it's Saturday. I'm going to have to call the Genius Bar. I'm going to have to make an appointment. I'm going to have to go deal. What am I going to do about my show? Because, of course, all of my notes and everything, of course, I realized afterwards that everything's in the cloud. However, I was, I was having a split-second moment of everything is lost. I've lost my show. I lost all my material. What am I going to do? So I was so grateful that I was just able to experience it on such a small little microcosm for that one second that I was so grateful that the universe gave me this opportunity and now something to share with all of you. So let's talk about loss. Loss is the act or fact of being unable to maintain something or someone. These are all dictionary definitions. The partial or complete deterioration or absence of physical capability or function. Failure to gain, win, obtain, utilize, 
or utilize decrease in amount, magnitude, value, or degree. Now, I know we've all experienced some sort of loss. There's obviously the loss of a loved one, the loss of a pet, the loss of a job, the loss of a home, the loss of a car. I mean, there's people, places, and things. I, you know, again, working with this subject and topic, I realized that I still am mourning the loss of this bracelet that I got when I was 13 years old and I wore it for 20 years. And then one day I looked down and it was gone. It had just fallen off. And so I did go through some sort of mourning over the loss. And so of course, I hadn't thought about it for years, although sitting with this, I've now been just, loss now was everywhere for me. And of course, because as I know, as I've said, I'm assuming you've heard me say that where you place your attention is what gets amplified. So again, wasn't surprised that I had a computer glitch Saturday morning in preparation for the show. So with loss, then comes grief. And grief is a natural response to loss. It's the emotional suffering that you feel when something or someone you love is taken away. Often loss can, often the pain of loss can be so overwhelming that you may experience all different kinds of emotions from shock to anger, to disbelief, to guilt, and then profound sadness. So the pain of grief can also disrupt your physical health, making it difficult for you to eat, sleep, think, anything. Anything normal that you do on a regular basis can be so thrown off by by a loss. So I want to talk about Elizabeth's Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's Five Stages of Grief. She wrote this incredible book 40 years ago already, I think. Um, I looked at it, don't remember the date, where she, it was based on terminal patients. And she came up with these, you know, this anacronym called DABDA. So it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then acceptance. And I've been talking about these stages of grief with every client or any any human who has come to me to talk to me about something that they've lost or someone that they have lost. And the five stages, you know, usually the first one is shock and denial, although it can go into anger And then there could be bargaining and then sadness, depression. And then ultimately for me, the last one has always been acceptance. And that's the one where I've been saying, you want to just hang out the longest and you can be in acceptance for 20 years. Plus remember my, my bracelet, I went back into sadness and anger and then, and then the bargaining, like, what if I had looked down sooner? What if I, you know, I went through all those things just based on a bracelet, although of course came back into acceptance. And I am picking something really, really small to talk about in terms of a bracelet or my computer, because 
we've all experienced profound losses that have cut us deeply to the core. And I know that that exists and, and there's so much support for those big, huge losses that I think it's really important to also address the little ones because it's also the little ones that give us, that give way to the bigger ones. So if we can process the little, then we can then stretch it out to the big. I've also, um, this just popped in, so I'm going to go with it. I spent years um, doing facilitating, co-facilitating survivor after suicide groups. And it was always about discussing the loss. And the first session was always about sharing your story. And so, so it's about not being afraid to share your story. And then it's being about around people who who are open to hearing it. And so thank you for listening to my story about my bracelet. And, and again, I'm, I'm making the assumption, which I probably shouldn't, because you know what happens when you assume that you all can identify with just the little loss and then the, the, the great loss. So with, again, with Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's stages, Allow yourself to go through them all individually, together, be in one for one minute and then the next one for another minute and then another one for days. It's okay. There is no set grief period that, 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 that you can adhere to. That's the, that is the, the beautiful thing, and then also probably one of its drawbacks, is you never know when it's going to hit you again. You never know when you're going to be, how long you can be in acceptance for before it even manifests and shows up again for you. Sorry, adjusting. As I mentioned, loss can take many forms, some of which are more devastating than others. Obviously, the loss of my bracelet is not, I would like to think is not going to sidetrack me for days, months, or years. Whereas bigger things like divorce, um, or when you lose a family member, or loss of a job or chronic illness it's being blindsided it's it's the shock of something great i mean you can be still be in shock if you're if you have someone who has a long term illness and so therefore you've been preparing yourself or if someone lives a really long life even still passing away at 100 years of age, it's still a loss. I mean, yes, we, we go through the self-talk of, oh, well, they lived a long life and it was their time to go. And all those things are in fact true, although it still can cut you to the core because this, this person perhaps has been an anchor and a lifeline for you and the loss that you 
can feel can be so profound. So overcoming the paralyzing emotional pain. Wow, that's a lot. Maybe the first and most immediate challenge that you have to face after, after the loss. It's that shock and, and you may feel as though you are trapped in this terrible alternate reality because it could be so unnerving that it can knock you off of, or knock you off your track. If you feel as though, you know, if you're staying in your lane and just living your life and then whoop, you get hit over the head by the loss of someone or something, it's okay. It's all right. You can then ground yourself, reach out, share it with the world. I'm always so, so, um, what's the word? So language is failing me in this moment. As people post things on Facebook and they share their wins and they also share their losses, I, I, I so want to reach out to the win, to the to the losses because this is where we as a community need to band together for each other in support for the for the losses that we all experience thank you so much you're listening to the feel to heal show with Sharon Nichols on the Inspired Choices Network. And we're going to take a little quick break right now. And then when we come back, we're going to keep talking about grief and loss and some of the things that you can do for yourself and for others. See you back in a minute. At different times on our life journey, we can feel stuck and struggle with seeing our way through. What if the answer to the struggle is just to go deeper than the surface? By tuning in to Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols' show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols, you'll receive insight and guidance on exploring your feelings in order to heal yourself. Are you ready to create a more satisfying, peaceful, and successful life? Listen for the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask questions or comments by email by sending to Sharon Nichols at feeltoyield.com. 
Now, back to the program. Welcome back and thank you. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sharon Nichols, Feel to Heal show on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about grief and loss. And I, I realized I didn't, I didn't do my little intro. I purposely chose a brighter green today because this topic can be so heavy and green is so about love and heart and just speaking. I'm so speaking from my heart to yours and just the understanding of how profound a loss can be and then how important it is for us to adjust ourselves to the change that may happen in our daily daily lives. You know, grief and loss can change almost every aspect of our daily of our daily routines. So we might not have the spouse or the job that anchored us and and again helped us to stay in uh, you know on our track. So then it became it could become so difficult to actually even just do basic tasks that you know that that were so easy now become so difficult and you know I've experienced through others um, loss where I know someone who's lost a spouse and they were left with I don't even know passwords to get into certain to get into the computer to look look at certain docu- documents and then there's also the 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 loss of um, just it, it happened so suddenly and so shockingly and shockingly yes suddenly shockingly and I know I feel so I'm repeating myself although that's what loss can be that's why it can be so profound and the the loss of a parent especially as a young child again all these different um, losses grief is the same although the process may look a little bit different. Like I was saying with regards to um, suicide, lot, some, the loss to, to suicide is, this is a similar grieving process because have to go through all of the, the stages of shock, anger, anger, denial, acceptance, sadness, the bargaining, the what ifs, and then the major question of why. Why is this happening to me? It's so easy to fall into being a victim of the whole experience. And in our society, it seems so easy to talk about a grief, talk about grief with regards to loss. I mean, you can always walk into a room and if someone says, what's going on, you can easily say, I'm in the grieving process, I lost, you can fill in the blank, and everyone will will sort of flock to you in a positive way, because this is this is universal, grief is universal. And it's not something that we need to shy away from, there's no shaming in it at all. And it's okay to ask for 
for support and for help. And it's okay to also look in the mirror and not recognize yourself and wonder and question who you are and how you actually or possibly can go on with your life without this person, place, or thing that you have identified yourself with, that you have attached yourself to. Another loss that I feel also needs to be mentioned. Yes, I know the loss of, I said the loss of a parent, also the loss of a child. Again, grieving is similar, although that then ties into the loss of what could be, what could have been. And we've all experienced that on some level. I, again, I'm assuming ourselves, I suppose, because I I have. So therefore, I'm assuming that you have as a normal part of the human experience based on the choices that we have made on get not being able to get out of our own way. So there has been a loss of opportunity. And then because we have spent so much time with our feelings of sadness, of anger, of, of even excitement, that it's prevented us from moving forward and we have blocked ourselves from showing up in the best way that we possibly can. And that's also a loss that absolutely needs to be acknowledged, how we have kept ourselves from being our true selves. And I, speaking for myself, I'm so grateful that I have gotten out of my own way and that I am showing up on a weekly basis doing this podcast and sharing from my heart all that I have felt that I'm acknowledging and sharing of my humanness with all of you and more about that next week in terms of gratitude. Just taking a breath and there will be a meditation at the end of, at, you know, the last, at the end of the show. Again, I felt as though it was really important to talk about um, grief and loss and then have a meditation about it. So I want to talk a little bit about some questions that can be frequently asked about, that have been frequently asked about grief. The first one, am I normal? Whew, that's, that's a big, huge loaded question. I'm going to, I will address that. And I think I've said this before that you can't have, you can't have normal without abnormal. So therefore it's all along the spectrum. So however you are choosing to grieve is your process. And therefore then it's normal because everyone experiences and expresses grief differently. You know, I have, I do have friends who retreat into themselves. They just want to be left alone. And that is the best when they are grieving. And that is the best way to honor them. And then there are those who I call every day and I check in with after the initial shock 
and, and of the loss, because that's what they need. They need the touchstone. So wherever you are, honor that. Honor that your grief can cause you such ex, you know, experiences that are so intense. And then even that they're unusual emotions, not things that you've ever even truly experienced before because of the profoundness of the loss. And obviously, I did not go into such deep grief and loss over the bracelet as I did when I lost my grandmother. Again, people, places, things, all the attachment that, that we put on it. So it's okay how you grieve. You are not like anyone else. So everyone who experiences a loss will, will experience it as they, as they need to for themselves. The most important thing is that you acknowledge and allow yourself to experience the full range of emotions. It's okay to feel. It's okay to be so depressed that you can't get out of bed after grief and loss and shock. And just popped in. I actually had a friend who had the loss of a relationship multiple, multiple years, multiple years ago. And I owe her an apology. I think she knows who she is because I said to her that I was only going to allow her a certain amount of time to, to grieve over this loss. And I apologize. And I wish I could take it back because now at this point in my life, she's allowed she should be allowed, and yes, I know I'm shoulding, allowed to experience it however long she needed to. I think, you know, I know I was coming from the place of being a friend, of not wanting her to allow this to define her for the rest of her life because she still had so much more life to live. Although it probably was not the most appropriate thing for me to say at that moment. And so, Moving into how long is grief supposed to last? There is no timeline. It's all individual. And it's allowing yourself your process. Always. That's the most profound thing that I can share is you allowing yourself and not making excuses. And then for those who are closest to you, allowing them in so you can have the support that you need to move through the grief. So this is not something that needs to define you for the rest of your life. Allow yourself the process. And, and there is, I wish I could say, okay, after three months, you must now move on. It's allow yourself the process. And then one day you will know if you are open to allowing yourself the process to grieve. I know I keep repeating myself, although this is what I guess what I have done for myself is I've just allowed myself to have my feelings and move through whatever I need to move through. And I've allowed now others 
the exact same thing because there is no right way or wrong way to grieve. There's no shoulding. Each person is going to have their own process. So another question, how do I get over this loss? <sighs> Regaining your balance after a major loss is a process of slowly integrating a new reality for yourself. So it's not about getting over a hurdle because help is always going to be available you can always seek support to help you build the skills that you need. I mean, even as so, even contacting, you know, the computer company to help you get into, a, so, you know, someone's email. Care for yourself, and just. Being in the noticing, being in the allowing and the acceptance, and then finding a community of others to allow. Thank you again. We're, it's time for our next break. You are listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols on the Inspired Choices Network. And we've been talking about grief and loss. And when we come back, I'm going to answer some more questions. And then I have a couple of things to say, and then we're going to move into a meditation. See you back in a bit. At different times on our life journey, we can feel stuck and struggle with seeing our way through. What if the answer to the struggle is just to go deeper than the surface? By tuning in to Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show, with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide Sharon Nichols, You'll receive insight and guidance on exploring your feelings in order to heal yourself. Are you ready to create a more satisfying, peaceful, and successful life? Listen for the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide Sharon Nichols. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also ask questions or comments by email by sending to Sharon Nichols at FeelToHeal.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You are listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols on the Inspired Choices Network. And today's topic is grief and loss. And one of the 
one of the most profound questions that I often get asked is, how do I support someone who is grieving? First and foremost, you want you need to understand that a grieving person is experiencing a loss that cannot be fixed. So things in an effort to, you know, saying things in an effort to make them feel better are likely premature and possibly counterproductive. So as we support each other, it's usually best to just remain present and allow them to grieve, allow them their process. You may catch them on a day where they're going to just want to cry. They may want to talk. They just may need to be quiet um, or they may need to be physically active. And you can also, of course, always let them know other places to receive support. The beautiful thing um, about, you know, losses of people, places, and things is that community, there's always a community to be found. And unfortunately, someone very dear to me lost someone who was very close to them recently. And I was so touched by the community that was there to support them, that showed up and took care of the things around the house that needed to be done, helped with with the logistics of after the funeral and coming back to pay respects. And I was so blown away by community and how wonderful it, it, it can be if you allow it. Uh, this, I have a box of tissues next to me, and I'm so grateful, actually, that, that I, that the grief that I have experienced, the profoundness of it all is so easy for me to talk about right now, because I have experienced so much support. That's, again, that's why I keep bringing up community and how important it is and how important it is to allow everyone to have their own, their own process. Another really important question is about anniversaries and what to do for yourself when one, and when you know one is happening. And then also after the first year, when everything seems so, oh, this is the first time without, the first time I'm experiencing this alone, the first time, the first time since. Again, anniversaries affect people all so differently. And I have a client that I've been working with who lost a parent at a very young age and we started working, I started working with her four months before the anniversary of, of the, of her mother's passing. And we started talking about how she may feel on that day. We started talking about all the things that she could do for herself to support herself in what she needed. So 
the biggest thing that I have found in working with people who have lost is the leading up to the actual anniversary is so much more um, nerve wracking than the actual day because you don't know how you're going to feel and you don't know how, how, you know, you don't know what to expect. And so therefore we set ourselves up for, it needs to be a certain way, or we need to feel a certain way, or we should be done with this and be able to move on. And it's okay. It's okay to feel, to be, to allow. And It's okay even if a happy moment triggers some triggers you back and brings you back to the grief that you're experiencing, the sadness, the anger. I guess, you know what? I haven't really talked a lot about the anger. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be, be angry at the person who, who you lost for whatever reasons that you have, be it they didn't take care of themselves. So they left, they left this planet too soon. They, they put themselves in a situation that perhaps was not of one of the smartest things. Perhaps also that they didn't share with you certain information that you would need after their passing, because we just assumed that they were going to be around for a really long time. So it is now also important to have those hard conversations and say, okay, what do you, what do I need to know? And here's what you need to know. If you pass or I pass or, you know, with a job, you know, making sure that, that people are aware of what you are doing. Um, so in case something does happen to you, someone does know. And then if you should suddenly lose a job, being angry about that is also okay, especially if you put in so much of your heart and your soul into your job. Allow yourself your feelings. Allow yourself the time that you need to grieve. Hmm. Can grief become unhealthy or dangerous? I was alluding to that in, before with regards to if it goes on for so long or becomes so debilitating that you can't move back into some sort of a semblance of your life, then please, please, please seek help because you can, and, and you would, the person who left, I'm going to assume would want you to resume some sort of normalcy for yourself in order for you to, to live and to laugh again, to smile, to to experience all of life that it has to offer, the joy, and, and then sadness even again. It's okay. It's okay to move through 
all the feelings and the emotions that you need to. So another big thing that I want to address, or not necessarily so gay, is why do we feel affected by someone's someone someone's death that we didn't even know personally? You know, sometimes I have been so surprised when I've heard about an actor or an actress that has passed because they played a character that was someone that was near and dear to me. And perhaps also the loss of, of a community member because they were a key person in my life or maybe perhaps a member of the community that you shared you know, different traits with. So therefore you had this identity. So it's the, it's the loss of the identity that you had for yourself based on this other person. Again, all really, really, really normal. Again, bringing it back around. This is all normal to identify. I just want to mention, you know, that in this perhaps is going to be another whole topic about how to talk to children about death. And I think I am going to, I am going to end up doing a whole show about death and dying. So it's okay to talk to them about death. And the most important thing is to be gentle, clear, and straightforward and use words that they can understand and never and I mean, never say that they went to sleep because children go to sleep themselves. And therefore then that could tie that all up into fear of, of, of themselves dying. So it's time for our next break. Thank you so much for listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we come back, we're going to go into a meditation for grief and loss. And I'm so grateful and so thank thankful that you are listening. Be right back. At different times on our life journey, we can feel stuck and struggle with seeing our way through. What if the answer to the struggle is just to go deeper than the surface? By tuning in to Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols, you'll receive insight and guidance on exploring your feelings in order to heal yourself. Are you ready to create a more satisfying, peaceful, and successful life? Listen for the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols Show with licensed marriage and family therapist and life guide, Sharon Nichols. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also ask questions or comments by email by sending to Sharon Nichols at feeltoheal.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. 
You're listening to the Feel to Heal show with Sharon Nichols and on the Inspired Choices Network. And I am so grateful. I just am. This topic has, has really truly touched me in a profound way. Because yes, of course, this is something that I think about on a regular basis. And a lot of my clients come in with some some sort of profound grief or loss, because isn't that one of the main reasons, one of the reasons, I shouldn't say main reasons, one of the reasons why, you know, we seek therapy. And that that's really also what I've been saying is reach out to community, reach out to others. And if you are someone that, that needs that, you know, that needs the shoulder to cry on and, and you're so over reaching out to your friends, find a professional who can support you and help you through the whole grieving process. So today's meditation is just truly about your processing of grief and loss. So when you are ready, I want you to allow yourself, to allow your eyes to close and let's all receive a breath together. Sitting comfortably, relaxing, settling in, coming to the present, into this present moment. What is really happening to you here and now? Now bring to mind a personal loss. This could be the recent death of a friend or a relative or a loved one, or it could be a loss that you've been carrying as a burden for a really long time. It's not something that you've read about or something at a distance or abstract, but something personal, a person or experience or aspect of your life. starting with your body and then your immediate somatic experiences. What bodily sensations do you notice? Do you feel grounded, spacey, tight, hollow, full, edgy, dull? Squirmy. What do you notice? There's no interpretation that needs to be made. Just feel. Just allow. What is your body saying to you right now? Now bring yourself to your chest, to your heart, right in the middle. And simply feel your heart holding the grief, being filled and heavied by that grief. It's okay. You're safe. Your raw, tender, loving, vulnerable, beating heart 
and receive a breath and rest with that. Resting in your throat center. So often the throat is connected with grief and it wells up in a tightness and has a kind of ache that can arise when we're about to cry, when we're shocked or have a profound sense of loss. Notice where else your grief is being held in your body. Could be your heart or your throat or your stomach. They all hold something. They are all processing something without words, without direction, naturally, the body knows. Directing your attention to some emotions that you may be experiencing. Sorrow, anger, love, disappointment. It could be a sense of intensity or a sense of just being dull. Note what emotions are arising. Don't be embarrassed or afraid to feel whatever you're feeling. Don't judge what you're feeling. Just feel. Let your emotions manifest. Welcome them. Don't suppress them. And also, don't feed them. Emotions are the energy of our grieving. And they change. They are always changing. Like life itself. Be gentle. If you start to feel overwhelmed, take a break. Rest. Receive a breath. Presence yourself. Allow yourself time to rest in your present moment, body, emotional experience. Just rest, just feel, just be. Let the grief do its work. Let it heal you. Don't push. Don't be impatient. Let yourself grieve. Process this change in your life. Let it teach you. Reflect, reflect on grief in your life, on the losses you've had, and how your losses connect you with so many others. Just bringing your attention to that fact can be so healing. Loss happens to everyone. 
it also can be hard to accept change. It's hard to say goodbye. When you stop fighting the inevitability of loss and change, a new and deeper love and appreciation is possible. We no longer take our friends, our loved ones, or our life altogether for granted. We liberate our love, liberate our joy and appreciation in a very powerful way through this difficult journey, through loss, through grief, through sorrow, with a vulnerable and tender heart. Receiving a breath. And allowing your eyes to open. It is so important that you allow yourself to feel all of your feelings. That you allow yourself to just be. It's okay. Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to go in and out of the stages. Name them. Share them. Reach out. There's no need to go through this alone. There's no need to suffer in silence. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to share about grief and loss. Please, I welcome questions and comments. And if there's anything that you would like for me to expand upon, please reach out. Sharon Nichols at feeltoheal.com. I look forward to seeing you next week when we're going to be talking about gratitude. Have a great week and be yourself because everyone else is taken. So you might as well be you. Take care. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Feel to Heal with Sharon Nichols show. Sharon Nichols will return next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Mountain, and 3 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, give up the struggle, feel all you need to feel, and make this week your best one yet.